Hey, and welcome to the Marketing Automation Podcast by Active Demand, your weekly dip into the world of marketing automation, where you get tips for your agency, SaaS product, or B2B company. I'm your host, Adriel, and why don't we get it started? Welcome back to the podcast, Sean Leonard, CEO of Active Demand. Thanks for having me, Adriel. I know that you have a long queue of very high-profile people on this, and I'm honored to be a part of it. Well, I think uh, I think today's topic you're you're an expert at. I wanted to talk about call tracking. Uh, I think that a lot of our users know a little bit about it. Uh, maybe they've heard about it. Maybe they've seen some of the phone numbers that dynamically switch on websites. But how it works, or what the risks are, or or lack of risks uh, are around it, are, are kind of a mystery. So I think having uh, uh, 15 minutes to kind of de- demystify some of that would be useful time spent for, for most of our listeners. Um, what's, what's the most basic call tracking that, that you can do with, uh, with technology these days? Yeah, and I think uh, where call tracking, the first time I ever saw call tracking was when we were a marketing agency and people were still doing a lot, and they still do, uh, doing a lot of offline marketing. And the very basic use case really was a billboard right? Or road sign, right? So they have some type of a road sign or a billboard or even a mail out. And they and the call to action on the billboard, the road sign uh, and or a mail, mail out is always phone, right? It isn't write me a letter. <laughs> it isn't say hi to me in the street. It's phone this number. So really, mm-hmm. uh, the, the question is, you know, did the spend on the road sign do anything? right? Uh, Did the mail out do anything? So uh, the very basic uh, use case of of call tracking that I know of was, is really for offline marketing is, you know, they spent, there's, there's going to be spend, we're going to send a bunch of mail letters out, we're going to spend money on this billboard every month, is it doing something? So call tracking, put a track number up there, route that number off to one of the sales organizations. And of course, if that number is called, tick, there's a checkbox, somebody called the number. That's the very base use case. Yeah, exactly. I think when I when I think back of, of, of the times when I used call tracking, when it was most useful, it was uh, tracking magazine buys, it was tracking uh, directories that we uh, that we were paying for and that kind of thing. And uh, seeing how many people or how few people were calling based on some of those was really good. It, it really opened your eyes in terms of some of those, uh, some of those offline sources are, are driving a ton of business your way and you don't know it. It's just that the phone rings and you pick it up and there's a customer on the other end of the line. And you don't really know where they're, where they're coming from unless you, unless you ask and or track those calls on the way in. And, as a uh, marketing agency, uh, it was one of the first things we did because typically, you know, some of the uh, earlier clients when we first started off as an agency, their spend on things like physical print uh, yellow pages or uh, billboards or, uh, you know, the little newsletters or writing an article, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fairly, it wasn't digital, right? And, uh, and our, our whole pitch was, you know, we think that moving to digital, <laughs> we don't think, we know, uh, moving to digital is really going to Im- have an impact on your business. And, uh, you know, it's change management. Let's, let's, yeah, you're doing, you're doing things right. Let's, let's put some baselines in, in place to see how well that's doing so that we can see and compare it to, for example, uh, some paid advertisement. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think getting all that information in one spot is uh, is really crucial. We do a lot of campaigns. We do a lot of ongoing advertising. Um, and let's let's just uh, call it out. I mean, one of the things that's really easy in active demand, and one of the the great strengths of it is the very tightly uh, controlled call tracking that it has in it. So it's very easy for you to, if you have a new campaign or a new ad buy that you're going to spin up uh, in about a minute, buy a phone number for it, send the phone number over to the printers and say, here's the phone number and configure it in the active demand system so that you're tracking all those phone calls, tracking it to the campaign and tracking uh, who's calling in because you can also see the caller ID from the person, for example. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's again, one of those great strengths. And, and it puts you in a different position as well as, a, as an agency or as a marketing team when you are seen as the people who can track things and can see the truth and report on the truth. It's, it's really interesting because, you know, the, the CEO or the VP, they were going to buy that spot anyways. They were going to, they were, they, they were going to spend that money without asking you, uh, and, and, uh, you know, use their opinion as, as the barometer for success. But sometimes if they know, oh, you know what, those, those marketing guys, they can spin up a phone number for me and track the calls. I should probably talk to them and just get them to give me a phone number. And Mm -hmm. that puts you, it puts you in this neutral position of a truth speaker in the organization where you are this unbiased party that can, uh, that can uh, track results. Yeah, and definitely, at the end of the day, if you are, whether you're in-house marketing group or you are uh, a marketing agency who's, uh, uh, you know, taking basically uh, somebody's marketing budget and getting more out of it than, say, they would by themselves, uh, there is the the other side of it where... uh, it's important for you to understand what's working, right? For optimization, like which ads are actually, if somebody, if the call to action is somebody's going to call as a result of an ad, uh, there's two things. One is the marketer. You definitely want to know which ones are generating more or not. And the second piece, as we, a little bit more technical, is uh, if you're doing, for example, Google spend, uh, if somebody calls the number, I think, we need to get that conversion back to Google so that Google will recognize that the ad is performing because, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Adriel, is uh, ad quality score is a, uh, a function of, uh, of, of conversions. And uh, if the ad's converting and Google doesn't know about it, your ad quality score isn't, isn't as well as it isn't as good as it could be. And you end up paying more for your ads than than uh, you would if you weren't if you were uh, able to get that conversion back to Google. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the conversion data is is super important in ads, because one of the things that you pull out of it is uh, performance on a on a keyword level. So right down to the nitty gritty, you can get it on a keyword level on the ad level. So you can, uh, you know, if you if you want to see if buy coffee mugs or buy mugs is generating more calls for you you need that conversion data at that level you can't just say yes google ads brought in nine conversions for us you need it at the keyword level so you can really finely tune your campaigns so you definitely need that conversion data and um we didn't even mention at the start here but phone calls depending on on what kind of business you run phone calls could be anywhere from 40 to 80 percent of your incoming conversions like on average that's that's what i've seen um with clients anyways is that uh 
a, a great majority of their incoming leads start with the phone ringing. You know, and uh, um, in a previous life, uh, you know, I was doing industrial automation sales. And um, it was interesting because, you know, we were doing business around the world and we had a, a you know, a whole, uh, we call it the, the sales wall. It's a whole bunch of offices full of salespeople. And you'd hear murmur, 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 quietness while they're doing business and following up. And as soon as that phone rang, boom, there was like a race to get that call. Because uh, <laughs> the reality is, is that uh, if somebody is calling, uh, they're saying it's it's because business is going to be done, and uh, it's it's very uh, it's very low funnel, so it's the hottest lead. So yeah, if we're not able to make that connection between whether well, never mind our just our marketing efforts and that hot lead, but uh, let's call it what it is is that's that is business going to be done. So it's an important KPI, and if you're not tracking the calls. <laughs> you're hoping that the salespeople log those calls in the CRM. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we've been talking about uh, just general call tracking. Uh, what about this uh, this dynamic number insertion that uh, that you can do? Where where does that apply, and and what is that like? So, uh, what dynamic number insertion is is uh, basically the problem we're trying to solve is somebody comes to a web page, and they're looking around. Maybe they googled uh, googled something, come to the web page, looked around, and then they say, "You know what? I'm just going to call." So the 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 question is is how do we associate that session in the browser with the incoming call? Yeah, because the the analytics will just show that that person went to a page and then left it doesn't right. it doesn't know that they called <laughs> yeah so the magic is how do we connect that session to the call well uh the only way we can make a uh, make the connection is if we give each and um, uh, it's not technically exactly how it works but if we give each session a unique phone number if somebody calls that number whether they do it on landline or their cell phone or from across the room we know that if they phone that specific number, it's associated with that session. So we get all the rich data around the session. Like, for example, the, uh, the uh, you know, was it an ad click? Was it an SEO? Was it a social media post link, et cetera? So really what the technology does is it dynamically inserts a unique phone number into each uh, concurrent session. And concurrency is really what we're trying to solve here. So that's what dynamic number insertion is. It's the, uh, a script that dynamically injects a number with the intent of trying to match the person who's calling with the actual session that's viewing the, the, the number on the, on, on a page. So, uh, that's that's what it that's what dynamic number insertion is. Is basically it's injecting dynamically a unique number on the page with the intent of trying to uh, match the session for attribution purposes. Yeah, so you get to see which of your marketing channels is causing people to call based on 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 a, on a website visit, right? Because that website visit is one of those key pieces that uh, most users will need to do in the middle, um, depending on your business. They may not call just based on an ad. They might not call just based on a a magazine ad or something. So they might need to go to your website and check things out a little bit before picking up the phone and calling. And, and I think, one of the, um, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. 
was just going to say, it's one of the, the questions I often hear, and I heard it when I was uh, when we were an agency as well as, and we talked about dynamic number insertion with the client. They say, "Well, you know, uh, we have this phone number that uh, uh, is uh, hasn't changed in 30 years, and you know, there's people know that number. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not too comfortable with uh, with changing this number." And, uh, you know, it's going to impact my business negatively. And my response to that is this. I'm an, you know, I'm an older fellow. When I was a, uh, when I was a kid, um, we had one phone in the house, right? And uh, if it rang, we picked it up. Uh, and to this day, I remember that phone number, right? And I, and, uh, I remember that phone number. But what's interesting is... I don't know my wife's phone number. I don't know my kid's phone number, right? And arguably, you know, and not arguably, truthfully, these are the most important people in my life. And I don't know their phone number. So why is that? And the, the reason that I don't know their phone number is, unlike when I was a kid, now everybody has a phone. And there are so many numbers, there's no way... I'm going to memorize any of them. I'm just going to either go to the, grab my phone, they're in my inbox, or I'll go to the web page for a vendor. And if a vendor thinks that their, their number is more important <laughs> than, say, my wife's phone number is to me, or my kid's phone number is to me, uh, <laughs> there's something that doesn't jive. So the reality is, I argue nobody is going to memorize a phone number. And if, if, if anybody on the, on, on the podcast has ever went to, and tried to enter a phone number by using the three-letter uh, spelling of it, you know how painful that is. And if you're making your customers do that today, uh, 1-800-BUY-ME, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. It's a bad experience. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've tried doing that on, uh, on the computer, actually, because I, I do a lot of my calls using Skype out and, and active man and that kind of thing. And uh, my key, my keyboard, my computer keyboard does not have the letters on it. So I, <laughs> I feel that pain. <laughs> Even on yeah. the phone, it's like, uh, you know, get, yeah. End of the day is that you know, you, if you're, if you have 1-800 buy now Royal or whatever it is, stop, you know, yeah. stop doing it. Just put a phone number, make it clickable, and uh, people are going to just click the number and dial if they're going to phone. Make it easy. And the reality is, don't worry. The benefit of using a dynamic number far outweighs the the one person who tattooed your phone number on their arm so they'd remember it. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, th I think what we're like, really what we're saying is people, when they go to a website, are going to call the phone number that's on it or, or if on their own a mobile phone, they're just going to click on it and it's going to put the, the phone number in their dialer and they're just going to hit the hit the button anyways, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, the um, one of the interesting things about dynamic number insertion, so once you have the active demand tracking code on your website, which you can put in with a WordPress plugin or Google Tag Manager or just natively put it in uh, in the header files or whatever, um, it can dynamically swap out whatever phone number you have on there with a tracking phone number in the same style. So it won't it won't look weird or anything like that. It'll just swap in a, a local or toll-free number uh, right in there. Yeah, regardless if it's buried in text in a sent in the middle of a paragraph or on the footer or on the header. Yeah, it finds it and it gets it. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, one of the things, uh, and this this was a this was a concern when these things first started coming out, which is a long time ago now, and, and I think it's been resolved. But one of the one of the concerns that um, that I've had initially with call tracking, uh, eight, you know, ten years ago, was um, having a different phone number show up to Google. Is is that still an issue now? It is a it is a, a good question um, because Google, if you're constantly changing your phone number or it doesn't match what's on uh, your Google business, you know they it might might have a negative impact on on the SEO and uh, and uh, only Google really knows that. But let's face it, uh, uh, this problem has been solved by all the vendors, and uh, the answer is simple: our systems don't replace the numbers for bots. We replace the numbers for people, right? A bot is never going to phone the number. Why waste the session by serving up a number to a bot? So the reality mm-hmm. is, as far as uh, and that's how Google uh, knows you is through their bots. Their bots come and read your web page. So you know, we all uh, the bots advertise themselves that I am a bot. I'm scraping your web page right now. So systems, it's not like they're hiding. So systems like Active Demand and other call tracking systems, they're going to say, "Oh, that's a bot. I'm not going to change the phone number for that." So you still like one of one of the SEO nerdy terms is uh, is NAP. You you maintain your name, address, and phone number consistency because uh, Google sees the same phone number that you had on there before. Exactly. Exactly right. Cool. Well, I think that's a, uh, that's a, a great recap of inbound phone calls. Um, now, one of the things that uh, I think I don't, I didn't realize was the value in tracking all of your outbound calls as well, because um, you know, I, um, in, in a previous life, I had salespeople calling out and they would take notes by loudly typing on their keyboard and take notes as they're, as they're doing their call and they would, put their notes in the CRM and sometimes the notes were okay. And some of the times the notes were, uh, um, not there <laughs> and, uh, not there is the, is typically <laughs> is, is the risk, right? Yeah. They would remember that they did a call. They would click, did a call and there would be no notes on it is, is, is usually what would happen. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what can, what can you do with outbound calling? How, how does that even work? And, and how do you, how do you get that into, uh, something that salespeople would want to use. Yeah. So really, um, if we think about, you know, when I'm in a sales role, uh, I want to be making money, right? So it, uh, it's all governed by the Pareto principle. 80% of my activities are going to, 80% of my revenue is going to come from 20% of my activities. So what am I doing the other 80% of the time? I'm doing administrivia. <laughs> like, oh, the boss wants me to put notes on my calls in the CRM. Oh, I've got to log this stuff. So uh, uh, really, uh, the benefit of the the outbound call tracking is, uh, for example, like CRMs today, they're a web browser, right? So mm-hmm. it's a case that I can click the number. Active Demand will detect the click and bring up a little dialer so that speeds up the the outbound calling. Uh, there's one time savings. And then when the call is made, Active Demand can record the call, inject the transcript automatically into the CRM. And we have this, this concept, what we call call completion automation. Because typically when I'm doing sales calls, I'm making a call, I'm going to write an email following up, 
right after the call because I want to pin it, make sure that uh, the discussion stays where it was. Um, so uh, with our call completion automation, you click, it brings up a dialer, it makes the call. And then when you hang up the call, you have the option to choose from one of your templates uh, in the process of hanging up that template is chosen and immediately an email editor pops up with the uh, with the email template. Uh, so once is, one is it's logging the call in the CRM, it's saving my time on the follow-up email, or maybe I'm doing a voicemail drop as well. We can pre-record voicemails and save time there again. So I think the big value for the salesperson is efficiency. Yeah, you're blowing my mind here. Maybe let's let's rewind to some of those things and just talk about uh, some of the individual ones. So one of the things you mentioned there was that you can call from inside the so you can use your headset to to call from ActiveMan using what like Chrome or something like that. Exactly right. So yeah, it's using uh, your headset with your uh, plugged into your laptop and uh, using the uh, using the uh, the calling from the browser. That's exactly right. Awesome. Well, I mean, the, one of the one of the advantages there is, I guess, you're hands free, right? You just have to have like a, a gaming headset or a, a decent set of headphones with a microphone on it, and you can have excellent uh, qual call quality, uh, and not have to uh, do the shoulder thing where you you have your <laughs> your phone up to your shoulder anymore. Oh man, can't can't get wait can't wait to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Can you do the can you do the phone call thing as well though? Let's say I'm like heading out to uh, and I need to transfer I need to do a call and, and have it go to my cell phone. Is that is that possible? It is possible. We do offer this thing where we call it's a, a call redirection where it's going to call the salesperson and then once the salesperson picks up, then it'll redirect to the uh, to the prospect so they can make the call. But once the call's going, they can't pass it off to the cell phone, unfortunately. Yeah, so if if I was going to step out, I'd need to start the call with my cell phone and then kind of head out. Yep. But yeah, that sounds convenient, especially for the old school folks who who don't want to do the uh, the headset thing. Um, one of the other things you mentioned was recording. So is it the case that the the system records it on the way out? Where do those recordings go, um, and and what can you do with those? So yeah, the the system can optionally record the 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 call, and uh, uh, we do this for sales coaching, which is awesome, but also the other benefit is it records the call, stores it in active demand securely, and then we do a, a processing of the call where we're pulling out keywords and messages and, and also the transcripts. So that's what's injected back into the CRM. So yeah, the calls are recorded and then can be reviewed, uh, et cetera, later. Yeah, transcription is uh, amazing because that's something that I, I've seen a couple of uh, of salespeople or account people essentially take note and write down their their goal is to write down every word in the meeting <laughs> with wow. with no uh, context. And when it, when you see that, they, I think it's a behavior that's that's because people are starting to use laptops in in university that they're they're learning to um, take perfect notes. Uh, that's something that they're trying to do. But I think that uh, if you have a transcript, why bother with all that? You have like a a, a very close uh, a facsimile to exactly what was said on the on the call. And if there's any point when you're like, I don't know, was was like the tone or something like that, you can just go back to the call the, to the audio recording, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that part's uh, really interesting. And and you mentioned for sales uh, performance management. Uh, yeah, I mean, as a as a as a sales manager, that's that's got to be like a treasure trove to be able to go through your your 
uh, outbound calls. And it's something that, you know, in, uh, in organizations where calls and call efficiency are crucially important that they've been doing for a while anyways now. Yeah. And there's things like, you know, are they, uh, are they talking about the new product? You know, for example, you, we just did a bunch of sales coaching and trying to talk about the new product. Uh, let's see how many of them are actually bringing it up in the conversation. That's an easy one. Um, or it's a case that uh, a call volume, uh, time to call is another one. Like for example, a lead came in, how long did it take somebody to actually make the call. That's another sales uh, uh, performance uh, uh, metric that is is invaluable to an organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, something that, and this is getting really way out there, is, uh, and because we're not, it isn't the topic of the, of the today, is uh, uh, adaptive content. <laughs> you know, if, if somebody talks about a specific interest on the phone, with active demand, we can change the content on the website automatically based on the interests discussed on the call. But that's for another podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's very interesting. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned there as well was automatically posting it to the CRM. Uh, and again, one of the, one of the things I mentioned as a, as a barrier is uh, is just getting salespeople to use the CRM to log their activity. Uh, I think that uh, that one of the one of the risks that you see with with them not logging it is they're sick, their client calls in for the meeting, and there's no information. There's nothing. There's no meeting. There's nothing in the calendar. There's no. You can't get access to their email without resetting their password. There's no call <laughs> notes in the CRM, and it's just a. Uh, Everyone's running around with their with like like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to figure out what to do about the client meeting that's about to start in five or ten minutes, right? Oh yeah. So and if it's if it's yeah, it's it's uh, definitely having an accurate <coughs> CRM is uh, is is critical for a salesperson to manage their time. But the the side benefit is if they want to ever oh what's that dirty word take a holiday, <laughs> and they still have some uh, uh, critical business that might close instead of taking the calls on on the beach. You know, maybe they can have somebody else uh, uh, help out with the, you know, maybe the sales manager. And without the context uh, in the CRM, the handoff is going to be impossible. Yeah, I mean, imagine uh, having to take take a, a, your your client meeting for your salesperson that's that's on the beach and being able to listen to the last <laughs> call that they had. Oh, it'd be so nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just being able to get the context, understand what the client was asking for in the last monthly meeting. Uh, that stuff's all crucially important. And just posting it to the CRM as well just helps eliminate one other thing, one other manual administrative task that sales has to do that's taking up their time and and, uh, is important, but isn't talking to customer. It isn't revenue generating. It's, it's sort of securing, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's back to Pareto's principle. It's part of that 80% of the activities that truly aren't actually closing the deal. Well, and I'll, I'll talk about something that's, uh, that companies don't think about until it bites them in the butt is uh, risk, risk mitigation. Let's say that salesperson leaves the company and then um, uh, a week later, the client says, oh yeah, that salesperson, they, promised, they promised me that this would be done by this date. And you're like, no way, this could not have happened. I know that salesperson, they, but it's, he said, she said, and, uh, your salesperson has exited the company. They're not going to come back and be like, no, actually, this is the conversation I had. 
So, um, you know, recording those calls is, is yes. very important for uh, expectation setting with clients and expectation setting is everything. Yes. And, you know, it's a case that uh, uh, if the commitment was made, fantastic, you know, honor the commitment, yeah. but getting to the truth is, is extremely important, right? And uh, having accurate data in the CRM is, is very important. And, uh, and if you can automate it, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, just just having that bit in there and that automation is uh, is key. And it's also something that'll encourage the salespeople to use the system as well, because if the system helps them by reducing administration, uh, they're going to use it <laughs> yep. because it means they spend more time with clients. It means they make they make more money for the company and more money for themselves with their commission checks. Right. Absolutely. Thanks for listening this week. If you think someone else at your company should listen to this podcast, send them the link activedemand.com forward slash podcast. We've also got lots of great articles on our blog that go into really specific in-depth topics to help you out. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like covered, shoot us an email at support at activedemand.com or send us a tweet. Thanks again for listening and have a killer day making your business better through automation.